and who loves spending time with family, does whatever it takes to keep my wife happy, and works hard to grow a successful business, it is important for me to stay on top of my game. With Flo's new family plans, I get to keep all my favorite things in one place. With 80 gigabytes of data to share with up to four family members and unlimited local anywhere talk and text, I get one bill that covers my entire family for as low as $60 per line and no surprise charges. All I had to do was add my home internet to my mobile, switch to Flow for more savings and more value. Flow helps me look out for my family's greatest needs, keep my customers happy, stay connected to everything I love, and have more time for the right things. Welcome back to today's program, um, the Commission's Report. I'm your host, Kendall Williams, from the, direct, the Director General of the Telecommunication Commission. And today we have Russell Gardner, the Director of Technology. Today we'll be given an overview of the Telecommunication Commission, the function and what we do. And so this is our first run. Um, the, 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 what we intend to do is just to have a discussion um, to familiarize the public as to what the Commission is all about. The Telecommunication Commission under the Telecommunication Ordinance was established in 2004. We opened our office in 2006, and some of our function is to advise the Minister on Telecommunication Commission to regulate the telecommunication industry to set policies and standards for telecommunication services. Uh, we promote the interests of consumers. We encourage licenses to operate efficiently, and we subscribe standards and quality of service for the operators to, to deliver to the public. Currently, we regulate telecommunication services, Digicel, Flow. We issue spectrum licenses such as VHF handles, uh, radio stations, um, VHF handle radio stations, ISP services, internet service providers, licenses. The regulations that we govern on is the spectrum license, um, the telecommunication fee structure regulation which was established in 2005. The interconnection regulation, which sets the rules to follow by licenses network operators to ensure that calls from users on one network can be transferred to the other. Another regulation is the telecommunication pricing regulations, which sets out the criteria and functional for the operators to follow. The telecommunication frequency licensing regulation, which subscribes which, sorry, which, which describes the quality the requirement to be met by the license providers, which include the license network as well as the spectrum frequencies. Another regulation is the frequency management regulation. One of that regulation, the Commission implements spectrum plan for the islands, for example, for the service providers who wish to use spectrum, to set standards. They'll go on various criteria. You'll, you'll, you'll dive deeper into that. Um, I'll have Russell explain what the spectrum management regulation is. Also, is we, we, the, the regulation we have is the telecommunication numbering regulation. And so it sets the numbers. So all of your numbers in regards to your 242, 232, those numbers are issued by the Telecommunication Commission for the service providers to use. Another regulation that the Commission uses is the Telecommunication Administrative Procedure Regulation 2008. 
which sets the procedure to follow in relation to complete. And so another function of the telecommunications is for consumers to complete to the commission. So which means if you have a issue or, or with your service provider, you can complain to the commission. And so we'll dive deeper into that. Um, I'm sure the public at large will, will, will like to know how to complain on their service providers. Um, competition guideline. And so that is another regulation where we set guidelines for competition uh, for the service providers to, to, to follow. The organizational structure, of course, um, it is a statutory, telecommunication is a statutory body, and so we are under the Ministry of the Telecommunications Ministry. Our minister is the Honorable Gordas Morris, who is the Minister for Telecommunication and Utilities. We are governed by a board where we have a chairman and a facet of board members. We have nine staff, which include myself as the Director General, Russell Gardner as the Director of Technology, um, we have Wilbert Harvey, who is the legal advisor. Ramad Palmer, who is our finance manager. Katie Morris, our operations manager. Um, Keno Williams, a telecommunication engineer. Emily Gardner, the administrative assistant. Um, now um, senior finance accounts uh, manager. Um, Shirlene Robinson, who is our complaints manager. And of course, we have Crystal Lendy, our board assistant. So, Russell, let's have uh, this, this conversation in regards to who the commission is in, in, in our role and our function. Of course, a lot of persons may not understand the, the, the function, function, function of the commission, like I just gave an overview and I indicated that we are a statutory body that regulates the telecommunication industry and some of the international organizations that we, that we are a part of um, to include the Telecommunications Union, um, the Caribbean Telecommunication Union, and um, another body that we are part of is Kento. So let's talk about the International Telecommunications Union, and, and that body sets the standards internationally uh, for the telecommunications to govern. And, and, and so there's a lot of standards that are set uh, as a guideline for each regulator around the, the world. In, in our region to conform to is not set in stone, um, but it sets a, a guideline for us to follow. But we it's it a recommendation, so to speak. But by by all means, we can we we don't have to follow it 100%. And so, what are some of the reasons why we don't have to to conform to the the, the telecommunications, the the international telecommunications standard? And, and let's talk about why is best to conform to, to, to the standards 100% if not, at least 90 if not 100. Okay. Well, thank you uh, for the uh, opportunity. And <coughs> I'd just like to introduce myself a, a little bit about me um, personally, how long I've been with the organization. Uh, my name is Russell Gardner, the Director of Technology for the Telecommunications Commission. I've been with the organization for 10 years. Um, two years of that is the Director of Technology and the remaining years as the telecommunications engineer. And so today, um, I would just like to thank um, Flo for providing us opportunity this forum for us to discuss matters relating to telecommunications and us as an organization. And so the International Telecommunications Union, um, it is an organization, a body, international body that sets standards for 
telecommunication services. And these standards are set as recommendations for the uh, for the country uh, to adopt. And um, one of the reasons we tend to follow these recommendation guidelines closely is because it ensures harmonization um, with um, the equipment um, and other um, services that are delivered. And so, for example, uh, manufacturers would kind of um, look at these standards and when they're creating um, transmission devices, wireless um, communication devices, so as to um, uh, ensure, um, you know, wide-range compatibility across the various countries. And so it is a benefit to them, manufacturers, to follow because they, um, it kind of reduces manufacturing costs. It helps to direct um, their, I guess, strategy in a sense that um, where they allow to um, utilize certain spectrum because spectrum um, for a particular service such as um, LTE, 4G LTE, they have bands that the IT would recommend for these type of services. And so that is the importance. Um, it helps us to set standards and to ensure harmonization. Um, it helps us to um, ensure that um, interferences is minimized. Um, think of if this was not in place, then you have different administration in countries just um, setting, um, you know, um, ad hoc policies um, that, you know, kind of doesn't, um, you know, allow for, you know, the services to be um, harmonized properly. And so that is, my, in my opinion, the importance of the ITU. It is a standards body, and so it is important that we um, follow them generally, but we don't have to follow them to a T because each administration of the country has certain specific um, parameters that they can kind of tweak and then make adjustments for the local context uh, within the country. Uh, thanks, Russell. I'd just like to discuss it a little bit, a little bit further to give the public a better sense of, 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 of why we should follow it. Um, like, like, like the Director of Technology indicated, it says standards for each region. So there's a multiple of three regions. And so we are in three zones. And so we are in zone two, which is the, the North and South America. And of course, they have zone one, which is part of Europe and Africa. Um, and then there's zone three. And so they set they set standards for 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 the manufacturers to to operate and and, and establish equipments um, to operate in a particular frequency. And one of the examples would be um, ITU. They they have um, a conference every four years that sets these standards. And so there's a new technology or in, 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 in innovation that is that is about to come on stream. Something to the, to the fact of 4G um, or they set the standards, so they set the criteria where and which frequency um, 4G um, technology will operate under. And so from setting those standards, then the manufacturers and the, and the telecommunication service providers then start to, to gear their network to operate in those type of frequency. Um, I could remember, all of us um, remember um, Island Com. Um, a few years ago, the telecommunication had issued a license to Island Com. And so 
we issued a, a license to, to Island Community Band that were were used for telecommunication services in in, in Region 1, um, but not necessarily for Region 2, which the Texas and Caicos and U.S. and Latin America falls under. And so initially, the band that they operated under was a, a band that called the ISM band. Um, the ITU set, as it has set that band as a band to do um, testing. Um, and that is the band, for example, where wireless routers um, certainly will use to operate. That is a band if you want to establish um, a new in, in, innovation, a new in, invent, invention of a new technology, you will, you will use that band to do testing of this new technology so you wouldn't interfere with, with licensed um, service providers. And that band is also by set by the ITU standard as a free band, so to speak. But the Telecommunication Commission in that juncture uh, we issue a license to Island come to, right. to operate in a, in, a, in a license band. So what it means is that we didn't follow the recommendation by ITU um, because we are allowed to do it. We deviated from the recommendation from, from ISM band to bring in a third party. And so I, Island come in to begin experiencing interferences of course. Um, by by. Fortis, simply because Fortis has had, had just launched the the, the, the meters, um, the wireless meters. Prior to that, Fortis were using the analog meter, where it, 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 you had to manually go and read um, those meters. So when they launch the their remote meters, um, that meter were operating in a band, the ISM band. Well, the ISM band is, is multiple ranges, so it's from nine nine nine. 902 902 to 928. Right. Um, is 2.4, um, 72 to 2.498. Um, and then there's a range in the 5 because I think 5.9, um, to 5.9, something I can't remember the exact. Right. And so the band from 902 to 928 uh, in Europe. 905 to 915, I believe, is, is licensed in Zone 1. It's licensed as a cellular band. Um, and so manufacturers will know that. So the manufacturers who manufactures um, equipment for cellular services in Europe in Zone 1 will, will know that this particular band is, is, is a licensed band in those countries and so provide network. And so, yes, a service provider can go and buy those those, those study communication network equipment and deploy them in traction cakes if it was licensed because it, obviously it, 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 it would be usable. And so when they launched their service, as, I, as we, we were talking about earlier, it began to experience indifference from flows, um, um, meters. And so in that juncture, we realized that that network um, could not have sustained um, providing its services because we, we, we know that even if we had, say, let's say that we would have, took, we would have taken uh, um, policy to say that that ban is going to be a licensed ban, um, despite the recommendation by the International Telecommunication Union, um, we know that for years to come, we would have experienced problem because these devices, certainly um, these wireless devices, you can buy them off the shelf. Of and so that network would have never sustained. Right. And so we've, we've tried and, and our endeavors to, to get Island Town to move, and eventually we got them to move. Um, 
out of that bend, but by the time we got them to move out of that bend, I, I think the damage has already been done. And, and so that was just a, a synopsis to, to show you the, and the, to give the public an idea as to why it's best to, to follow the ITU recommendations when it comes to setting policies and standards for, for telecommunication spectrum um, um, laws. Um, the Telecommunications Union um, certainly is a body. The, the Caribbean Telecommunication Union, CTU, it's, it's, it's a body that is for the region within the Caribbean. And so they normally meet uh, where we collaborate um, for us to, for, for each regulator uh, around the region can have unison amongst each other in regards to how we set our standards and how we are able to, to regulate the, the, the telecommunication industry as well as to, to know where the service provider. That body is, is a body that is, is combined with, with a, a, a chairman who's from, from, from um, CARICOM. So CARICOM assigns a minister of telecommunication who's the chairman of, of CTU. Um, another member of the CTU board is certainly from a service provider company. So it's probably the CEO of flow and digital around the region. They send um, someone, a representative, um, to be a member of CTU as well as the regulator. Um, and so the Telecommunication Commission, a regulator body called the, the OCA, and so they also send a recommendation um, who perhaps is the chairman of, 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 of OCA um, to represent CTU. And so that body, they sit down and they govern to, to, to see where the future years for telecommunication service um, within the Caribbean, and certainly um, what type of regulations that is necessary. One of the major discussions that always happen in CTU is is rooming, um, certainly the over-top services who, um, such as WhatsApp, um, Viber, um, Netflix, Netflix, who, <laughs> who uh, are riding on their network, um, certainly uh, of course, you can you, you, you can appreciate that the service providers, Digicel and Flow, and the other um, third party that may exist in other region may invest millions of dollars um, into their country to provide the network um, to to us um, to provide um, voice um, broadband, and to, in order for us to provide voice is a is a huge investment for the service providers, and that's what the regulator is, and that's what we do. Um, we are responsible to ensure we are arms length and so we are a statutory body from the from 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 government and so yes our minister is the minister of, of telecommunications um, but our responsibility is, is is to all stakeholders and our stakeholders that we we regulate to ensure the interest is the government um, of course government is going to ensure that their finances and their resources are looked after um, the resources certainly is the numbers um, the resources is spectrum, and so we have to ensure, and the taxes, and so we have to ensure that the, the, the licensing, so we have to ensure that the service providers pays um, proper dues, proper dues <laughs> um, to the government. So we represent the government on, 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 on that. Um, to ensure that they, they, they're within standards. Um, we also represent the service providers to ensure that their investment is protected. Um, and so there's an issue with government where they say government want to impose new taxes. Uh, we lobby 
on their behalf to, to, to say, well, okay, if you raise taxes, certainly it's going to have an effect on consumers. And so that is where we represent consumers as well. Um, we set standards, we set price caps for the service providers so that they wouldn't inflate their costs. Um, we, we represent the consumers in regards to their complaint, um, where if they have an issue with their service provider, certainly they can come to the telecommunication. But we have a, a guideline that that they have to follow. Um, let's talk something. Let's talk about the consumers and how they they have to file, uh, make a complaint to the telecommunication Russell. Well, um, the consumers, if they're experiencing a complaint, will first file that complaint with the service provider. That is the first step. Now, if the service provider, if they are unable to resolve the matter to your satisfaction, that is when the commission will step in, and that is where you file the report to us, and we will uh, intercede on your behalf uh, to ensure that a uh, favorable and just decision is made on behalf of both parties involved. Um, we have an email address that people can um, send their complaints to. I believe, I don't know, at some point in the show, we'll probably um, provide that information so that consumers are apprised of that. Um, but we don't handle complaints in the traditional sense as a service provider and the person who receives the services. We are just a regulator, and so your first um, step for complaints should go to your service provider. And as I mentioned, if there's is not resolved to your satisfaction, that is where you come to us. And so, and one of the <coughs> um, items, I guess we have a list of items that is required. We want to know the nature of the, of course, the problem, the issue, um, and you also have to provide us with some sort of reference from the service provider that allow us to, um, you know, keep tabs or have a racket of that um, complaint that is filed. And so we will monitor from that point until it's submitted to us on, and until it is resolved. Yes. Um, let's, let's talk more about the complaints and filing complaint because as a consumer, you know, we always have that complaint as to, oh, they don't want to dial a 611 for flow or there's no uh, contact number um, to call digital. Of course, a person in Traction Cakes would wish to want to speak to someone and, and, and address someone in Traction Cakes. As it stands now, all of these complaints is, is, is done um, out of Jamaica remotely. Right. As you will find in today's society, years ago, it all were here. And so I, I think consumers has, has globalized. Mm -hmm. um, and you'll find that if you have a complaint with your device, perhaps you're talking to someone in, in India or Asia or something right. of that nature, because that's that's how globalization um, has, has, has came about, um, where you can complain, but you don't have to complain locally. And so we understand um, that is an issue um, for consumers here in traction cases. They want to hear the local dialect. Um, if they have an issue with their landline at a particular address, you know, we always saying, hey, we are located at this house um, in this off-road close to a yellow building or a pink building. Um, and so someone in Jamaica, so to speak, may not have that understanding. We don't have a proper um um, address system to 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 allow um, the consumer to file their specific address um, so that 
they they provide a technical technician know exactly where they are. So we can understand the frustration of, course we do. Um, of the consumers. And so one of the things that the commission is doing as as we speak is to have that discussion with Flo and Digicel to try to get it back um, to where it used to be. We understand globalization, but in some cases, um, in a small jurisdiction as Church and Cake, is globalization in some um, it has a disadvantage. And so they understand too, and I'm, I'm happy to say that Flo and Digicel, they do understand that. And so what they have started to do is create WhatsApp messages right. where um, they can message someone, um, have, they provide a WhatsApp message where a service pro where a consumer can send a WhatsApp message of their complaint. We understand locally. locally. And, and so we understand that consumers, like, like, like when they come to the commission, we always say, hey, have you filed um, to the service provider and get a report? I've heard consumers uh, said that, yeah, I've tried filing with the number that is provided by Floor Digital. Um, but there's so much questions to be asked by the person at the other end that they get frustrated. And, 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 and they didn't get the, 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 the reference number, so to speak. And so we need to simplify it. Um, that is something that we, 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 we definitely need to do. And so what we have, what I have indicated to, to, to our complaint officers to, and that's what we do now. I'm sure that those persons who might have complained on Facebook um, their problem will resolve, but it's unfortunately that com com persons may not know that those complaints have been resolved. So what we've started to be realized that persons like to send, um, file their complaint on Facebook. So we have a team that is, is actively reviewing um, Speak Your Mind and those public forums that you will find complaints um, being made. And I know for a fact Flo and Digicel do likewise because our organization has sent screenshots Complaints that were that, that that were made on Facebook to the service providers and say, hey, we want you to look into this and, and deal with it. And I can assure and report that those matters have been dealt with. Um, and so that is what we, we are trying to do. And soon you will find a a WhatsApp number assigned to the Telecommunication Commission. Likewise, because we, we feel as if people like to send text messages versus to make a call. And so they can. We, I, 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 I'm I'm of the opinion that. If a complaint is made, it shouldn't have to, it, it is not necessary. We don't want to be, certainly the commission don't want to be bombarded with calls um, on a day-to-day -day basis to say, well, hey, um, this is happening to my, my, my call flow, robbed me, or digital robbed me of these rates and so forth. We don't want to be bombarded with it, but we understand as modern technology has changed. And so if they can tax their concerns, um, certainly we can get to those comments and those complaints on a case-by-case -case basis or whenever they arrive. So it's not a, a, a call every day, every day. So I think a WhatsApp number signed to the Telecommunication Commission, just as how a consumer will perhaps go on Facebook and voice their complaint, they can come to the commission and send a message, hey, um, I had minutes on my phone, um, it's all gone, I want you to look into it. And I think, too, uh, what we as commission, as regulators, as well as the consumers need to, the, the providers need to do is to educate the public. Of course. Um, we've been getting more complaints uh, with broadband and data than mm -hmm. we used to have with the quality of analog uh, right. voice call. Um, and to, to, to let the public know it's very, very difficult to, to solve a complaint with data. 
um, and, and the reason for that, Russell, let's, let's talk about the reasons for, talk for about solving, the, yes. the, about the reason of solving data complaints. Right. Well, um, the main reason um, and the challenge to solving these complaints is that is <coughs> these complaints are, are based on an old uh, infrastructure that is surpasses um, purpose and usefulness for today's technology and the demand for bandwidth that these new services and applications are now demanding. Um, for persons who may not know, the architecture that links the islands, um, it is based on microwave technology. And so microwave technology, um, because it is wireless, it is not the most reliable form um, or link, linking uh, mechanism uh, available, and it cannot. Also, it, it cannot support the bandwidth um, demand of today's application and services. And so that is one of the main reasons, because microwave and wireless technology are susceptible to the elements, and so there are certain uh, environmental um, conditions that affect the um, you know reliability, um, the throughput and the performance. And so um, that is one um, architectural issue, architectural issue that, or infrastructure issue that has to be um, addressed. Um, secondly, data complaints um, issues are also um, very difficult to, to address simply because uh, consumer, one of the issues that I would tend to um, that I'm familiar with is um, the the amount of capacity that a person is receiving, and so usually you will have um, consumers who will run a speed test on their network, and um, they will notice that what they're paying for a certain amount of capacity in the next, that they're not uh, receiving that amount, and that is due to a number of factors. Number one, it is Due to um, one one thing that can affect it is what or how many devices are c are connecting to your local network at home. All right, and so you have to realize that bandwidth is finite, and so and it is shared. So if you have a fixed bandwidth and you have multiple devices, that bandwidth is going to be divided equally between the number of devices that uh, is being used. However, there are some devices that are more, um, I would say, data um, hungry as they consume more. Certain services, certain activities will kind of um, consume more bandwidth. Um, and so that is where you will kind of experience degradation in services if you are uh, consuming um, more bandwidth than what is provisioned or that you're subscribed for. Also, um, there is an issue with wireless routers as well. Um, these devices, I know it is the preferred method for connecting to your ISP, but wireless in the very nature, it is um, susceptible to the elements as well. And so there are other um, materials, um, a distance away from the access point that will kind of impact performance and connectivity. 
And so um, a consumer has to realize that that is one factor, another factor as well. Um, another factor can be the, the line, <coughs> the internal wiring um, within a premise or a home which has probably been installed some years ago and never been updated, upgraded. And so that is where you will um, see some performance impact because the signal is not able to pass through to the modem um, optimally and thus there's reduction or, or performance um, degradation as a result. Um, there are, also, there are other services or devices that consumers utilize, such as um, these Android or boxes that provides TV um, and other services that ride on top of your existing Internet service. And so these services, uh, while they advertise being free, is not really free because it is, um, it is taking a portion of your bandwidth um, and making it available for other purposes. And so you would find that we have one of these Amazon, I forget the name. Fire sticks. Fire sticks. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the jailbroken one. You will yeah. find that. <laughs> you will find that if you have one of these devices, you might notice some performance impact. You, know, you might say your internet is slow, or when you run the speed test, you're not getting the required speed that you have subscribed for. And so, you know, these are little tweaks that need to be made on the consumer end that can help to improve the quality and performance of your Internet service. Um, I think that I covered yeah. just about everything. You, you, you covered the surface. And so I, I wanted to discuss that more because I think in traction cases that is, a, that is a major discussion. So we're going to take a quick commercial break and then we're going to dive right into um, the layman's. Um, Russell gave a more tactical response, and so um, some users may not quite understand the, the intricate part of that tactical response he gave, and so I just want to discuss it um, a little bit more, and so we'll take that quick commercial break. As a man who loves spending time with family, does whatever it takes to keep my wife happy, and works hard to grow a successful business, it is important for me to stay on top of my game. With Flo's new family plans, I get to keep all my favorite things in one place. With 80 gigabytes of data to share with up to four family members and unlimited local anywhere talk and text, I get one bill that covers my entire family for as low as $60 per line and no surprise charges. All I had to do was add my home internet to my mobile, switch to Flow for more savings and more value. Flow helps me look out for my family's greatest needs, keep my customers happy, Stay connected to everything I love and have more time for the right things. Welcome back. Um, we are tuning into the Commission's report. My name is Ken Williams. I'm the host. Um, I'm the Director General for the Telecommunication Commission. And today we have Russell Gardner, who is the Director of Technology for the Telecommunication Commission. And before we went on to a break, we were discussing. Um, how you file complaints? Uh, sorry. Oh God. gosh. <clears throat> I still live. Yeah. Sorry. I'm not used to live broadcasting. Yeah. So we we were discussing about filing complaints to the Telecommunication Commission 
and how how difficult it is to to file a complaint or to for the commission to resolve a complaint for the and the service providers to resolve the complaint when it comes to data. Uh, we can we can have multiple discussion about that. So I just want the, the, the public to under, to understand it. It is important for the consumers to understand their packages uh, of, of their data package. Um, of course, cheap is not always best. It is important to understand um, what do you use your internet or your bandwidth for your data for. Um, some persons use it to watch Netflix. Some persons use it to watch videos. And so I can it, it, you will realize that too. Um, it, some persons may apply for for for, for the, a broadband package, and they will get six megs. Mm -hmm. um, and it's also important to to know whether or not you should subscribe to postpaid and prepaid. Um, Russell, give us an example of what postpaid and, and, and prepaid is, and, and what are the differences. Um, a postpaid services is um, service. Subscription service where you have a um, <coughs> opportunity to pay after the service has been received. So it's a recurring um, commitment. You and this is normally um, based on some contract arrangement or agreement that you have to sign. So you'll be locked in for um, a specific amount of time, and and so you will in that commitment make regular payments uh, for the service. Whereas prepaid is a service where you you pay in advance for it, and so these are typically the the um, the the the, um, the services that um, the consumers have with, with, with regards to um, uh, services that um, they you know. Don't intend to have a month. <laughs> they, don't, they don't intend to to pay, you know, a monthly, a regular, or recurring amount. And so, a prepaid service allows the consumer more flexibility in terms of payment options. Um, they can certainly select a plan and pay for a plan that is, um, you know, that is the most affordable to them. Right. Right. And that is the most. And, and I think prepaid is is the most um, widely subscribed to plan. Uh, persons don't want to pay that monthly be subject to that monthly bill. But uh, from a commission standpoint, I, and I'm sure I can speak uh, from the service providers, um, those persons who subscribe to a, a, a prepaid uh, plan are the ones who complain the most um, about the data being used, um, certainly because you will buy a package, so you will find some persons will, 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 will pay um, $20, they'll top up their phone for $20, and that $20 will give them, let's say, for example, 10 megs. But they're, they're, they're not conscious of the bandwidth they're using. They'll go on YouTube, um, Facebook, um, WhatsApp. They'll get a picture downloaded from their friend or a video downloaded from their from their friend or family and, and not conscious of the size um, of, of, of that capturing. Um, and so let's say let's say for prepaid you you you, you purchase forty dollars a minute and it and it gives you six six um, gigs for example. Um, we have and they go on the road, of course, and they feel in some in some cases too. You'll see some plans that says uh, forty dollars for a month, thirty days, right. right? For let's say ten gigs, right. right? But they haven't read the fine print to know that they can use that ten gigs within three to four days, right. um, and 
once it's used, they'll they'll be like, oh, I purchased a plan for 30 days and expected for it to last. It was six gigs or 10 gigs for 30 days, meaning that if you use your six gigs or 10 gigs before the 30 days, it's gone. Right. And so a lot of persons too don't realize that they don't, they can watch two movies or three movies and use up all of their data and then complain to the commission or the service provider that their data is lost. And another thing that we realize too that happens is that a lot of these applications, persons download the applications on their phone and not conscious of the application runs in the background. Right. And so if you're not savvy, um, or, or if you're not, if you, if you don't understand um, the uses of a phone and how to deactivate these these those services, those application services from running in the background, you would eat up your data not knowing because they do run in the background and there's a there's a settings depending on an Android phone or a Samsung or, or, or an Apple phone where you could go in the back and see the data that is being used by those applications and you look in the back of them you realize that some of those applications you haven't opened for months or weeks but they use some of your data right. and so it's important for the consumers to understand that and to 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 turn those those notifications off turn those settings where they only use the data once they're on wireless and, and not necessarily on your plan and I think so. That's the reason. One of the reasons why it's so difficult to to, to resolve those complaints because consumers and regulators can't really, unless we take your phone per se and say, well, okay, um, you use these, you you basically use these data. Um, and so I think it's very very important. And you talked about you talked about everybody. In most cases, download or, or have a, a, a fire stick in their home, right. um, and that's something uh, we've taught, we, we spoke about earlier, is an over-the-top service. Right. And so they don't want to subscribe to their local content. Um, they, they 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 will subscribe to 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 Netflix. Um, they will get fire sticks where it's jailbreak, and they use these free services, but it's costing them. And, and it's costing them in data. So while you're not subscribing to Netflix, paying you $14 a month using these free services, I can assure you that you're using it within data. Because you made mention that these jailbreaks, even though these devices, you're not watching a TV. And I always tell persons this, who complain to the commission or to the service provider about the quality of the internet and why is it slow. Of course, there's many reasons. You mentioned a few of them, the peak hours. And so there's shared bandwidth. And there's not only shared bandwidth within your home, um, there's shared bandwidth within the community as well. All right. So you'll find that the peak hours after 6, um, 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock, your bandwidth is slow. Everybody's home, brought, everybody's home using data, uh, whether they're on Facebook, whether they're on Netflix, or whether they're on their fire sticks, in which fire sticks use more data than anything else, simply because um, a lot of persons don't know. Netflix have a a system in Turkish take is a cache system it calls, where it's a local switch um, that is in flow uh, headquarters and that is in digital headquarters. So the content is pre-downloaded onto their server. And so that's the reason why you'll find that if you, you, you subscribe and you get two megs or two gigs, um, you can watch Netflix. It, it, all, it, it, it buffers, but it doesn't buffer as much as you are on Netflix, right. simply because it's pre-downloaded here in, 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 in Turks and Caicos. So you don't require the amount of bandwidth you will need for Fire Stick. So that's why I said you would pay more, because even if it's just plugged in and you're not on your device, 
um, when you when you're watching a movie on Netflix, you'll find that the green you see that green bar that has 300, 900. Right. You, you you realize that once it has those numbers in its green. Um, that you're streaming, you're downloading it, but those numbers represent where you're getting the bandwidth from, right? So you're getting someone else's bandwidth who's not using it, right? And so it happens to you likewise. And so if you're not on your device, if you're not on your device and you have this bandwidth, available bandwidth that is not being used, and it's plugged in, your Netflix, your, your Fire Stick is plugged in, someone else in another country, right? can watch movies using your shared bandwidth. And so that is the reason why it's so important that if you want to do so something important, like, uh, like let's say when we were during the pandemic, when we had a lot of um, online e-learning, uh, where the students were online, um, they had difficulties with the quality of the internet, but their fire stick were plugged in. Right. And so we've shown persons where if you unplug that, you will see the difference in the quality of the yeah, drastic speed. improvement. So I think the commission and the service providers, uh, I mentioned this to the service providers about doing a, a campaign um, about informing um, their consumers about the use of fire sticks. Now, some consumers may not want to report that they're using a fire stick because technically, technically it, it is illegal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a different conversation. Uh, certainly, we can talk about that's over the top services and the service providers around the region, around the world, and most in particular within our region, the, 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 the region, the Caribbean region, complain about it. Um, the use of WhatsApp, <clears throat> the use of Netflix, simply because they're not licensed entities in attraction papers. Um, so, they're not paying their dues to the government. And so, while you're using your WhatsApp, um, to provide these services. It's not a licensed um, service provider in traction cricket. So you could imagine the, 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 the monies um, that government is foregoing um, on, their, on, the, on, on, on voice calls over WhatsApp. But service providers over the years has kind of managed to, to reap their, their, their returns on, on the use of bandwidth. And that's one of the reasons why uh, I think regulators around the region somewhat um, didn't pay too much keen of, of attention to the pressure that were issued uh, from the service providers over the years to 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 the pressure or to disconnect uh, put a policy against some of these over-the-top services because as we say we, we want the same services one of our mandate and our responsibility is to ensure that the same quality of technology and quality of service to, is, is extended um, so whatever technology that is that that that, that the world may be accustomed to using, um, we too will like um, our local um, citizen have the benefit of it. Let's say we were to stop Netflix from broadcasting, um, the devastation that will cause um, to us um, here in Turkey and Kyrgyzstan simply because the content is not readily um, uh, available. And so we're working. With the service providers to to try and, 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 and cook and to see how they can make money with the use of these these over-the-top services and I think that they are doing they are doing that um, but to, to to just summarize the the, the reporting of, 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 of uh, making complaint to the Commission and service providers of course we wish that you will file your complaint to the service providers, get a reference number, 
um, and once that reference number, give the service providers an opportunity to resolve their own um, issues um, with their service or with their consumers. And once that is not um, resolved, then it comes to the commission. We're working hand in hand, like I said, that we have a team that is currently monitoring, constant, consistently monitoring Facebook um, to see if, if there's a complaint that was launched against a service provider, and it is, we give the service provider the first go at resolving those issues by sending them that a screenshot of the complaint, which we know for a fact that a lot of these these service providers has 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 reached out to the to the consumers and resolved their complaint. Um, so just to wrap up, uh, we have six weeks of the commission in you. Um, the commission report. There's a lot of things that we haven't touched that the commission do, and so we, we intend to cover all of those bases, but we just wanted to give it a summary um, of what the telecommunication do, our role and our function. We only cover uh, a fraction of what the commission do, um, but I wanted to just bring light. And, and if you have a, 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 a question that you want us to answer, certainly, um, we will put a link where you can pre-mail your, your comments. Uh, we have a Facebook page. Um, um, you can file your complaints there or your questions there or something that you want us to, 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 to discuss uh, for your understanding. And so we have reached the hour of the Commission's report, the, the Telecommunication Commission in you. Um, your host, Ken Williams, the Director of Technology, and along me we have Russell Gardner, the Director of Technology. Um, happy to, to to be here and give you a, a summary of what the Commission does. Until next week, um, thank you. The show, Flow Evil.